Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Not Sure. I'm your host, Neoma. And today we're going to venture into the topic of moving out. Um, I know a lot of people around my age have chose to like, not that they have a choice, like that's their, like their only choice to still live with their parents. And no shame on that. If <laughs> I could, I would. I'm currently living on my own but at the same time if I have if I had that chance to move back with my with my mom I I would love to do that you know being an adult sucks sometimes not sometimes all the time but I have two stories today pertaining the topic or staying in the realm of moving out or moving in a sense um so let's get started with the first story oh and also is a little side note um I kind of re-listened to episode 7 where I was like talking about dating mishaps and all that stuff so I might redo that episode probably a little bit later on or whatnot like in the upcoming weeks because I I feel like it's unfair to those who are listening I wasn't really a hundred percent energy there and I had some personal stuff going on that week so I feel like it was kind of unfair to give that episode so I'll try to redo it you know I'll still keep episode seven up I'll still keep it up I'm not gonna like you know take it down and redo it to say like oh this is episode seven now when I'm like you know two three episodes in um so yeah that's I just wanted to say that I'm (laughs) I'm the type of person I'm just like now I just need to redo it but it's already up in the air I could just take it down and that still feels like in a sense weird so I'll just redo it um probably the next few weeks maybe next month or who knows I'll just redo it find other stories and maybe make it like a part two or like a pre no not prequel it'll be like a sequel in a sense um So yeah, let's start out with our first story. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter she can't move a thousand plus miles away to live with her girlfriend? Yo, these, these, these titles be, these titles be getting me. And, um, I guess, you know, they're chosen for these episodes. A friend at work pointed me to this to get some advice slash points of view on my situation. I, 46 female. I'm the mother to two wonderful children, Andrew, 16 male, and Nicole, 21 female. Nicole was very bright as a child and excelled in her classes, and she headed into college with a plan to get a master's at least. I never had to worry about her doing well or hitting milestones, but the last few years have been very surprising. She became a bit withdrawn in her teen years, more so than I realized until now, And after her first year of college, she suddenly moved out from a relative's home and got her own apartment. Then, after her second year of college, last May, she told me and her father, 58 male, that she was dropping out and might return in a year, but wasn't sure, and that she was incredibly stressed and depressed and had been for years. It felt like it was coming out of nowhere. (laughs) Coming out of nowhere. No, it's, it's, it's been... It's been melding for a few years. And 
depression never really just comes out of nowhere. It's just, I guess it just, uh, collects in like a nice little mason jar until like, oh, okay, I can't get out of bed. <laughs> Last fall, she got a full-time job and started talking about how she was happy and finally in a good routine and that she loved working. I was glad things were at least going well for her now, but still hoping she returned to college soon. One of the biggest recent bombshells she dropped on me, though, was a month ago when I drove to visit her. We went out for lunch, and she started talking about this friend, 25 female, of hers. Eventually, my daughter admitted to me that she was a lesbian, and that she and this girl had been dating since January, and that she flew to meet her without telling me or her father. And then she put the flew to meet her without telling me or her father in all caps. Mind you, she flew over a thousand miles to see this girl that she had never met and had only called and video chatted with for a few months. I was shocked and angry, but all I did was gently scold her for not telling me, but that I'm glad she's okay and that she had a good time with her girlfriend. I'm very new to this whole thing with my daughter, as I thought she was interested in men, but I'm willing to support her because I love her. Oh, gotta love a supportive parent. The problem now is that she told me earlier this week that she intends to move within the next year and a half. She says it may be sooner rather than later because things are changing with her girlfriend's living situation and she wanted to give me a heads up. I told her absolutely not, that she can't move in with someone she's just been dating for a couple of months, especially not when she's moving several states away. All of her family is here including me and her father and her brother and her three living grandparents. I told her she's too young and she can't move that far away from us just for a girl. She told me that regardless of her girlfriend, she's been wanting to move far away for years and that her girlfriend's state was on a list of potential places. She said she loved being there when she visited and can't wait to go back. She says I'm being unreasonable by asking her to stay and that she hates it here and feels like she can't be herself. Am I being an asshole here? I don't think she's old enough or mature enough to leave. And then she has a bunch, she has four different edits. There's the first edit reads, because someone asks, my daughter didn't ask for money. She almost never asks for money. She's like her father in that way. She's almost completely financial ind- financially independent. I have her on my health slash dental insurance to help her out. My mother pays her monthly phone plan because she insisted on doing something for my daughter. And my daughter's grandfather on her father's side pays her car insurance. And my daughter goes to her father when she has car troubles because he has a lot of experience with cars. My daughter takes care of all her other needs on her own. Okay, she's financially, she's basically financially independent if, um, in a sense, you know, because I feel like everything that was listed just seems like a gift in a sense. Um, the second edit reads, my child's father is not my husband. We know, hmm? My child's father is not my, oh, okay. So OP's daughter's father. Huh. Okay. Anyways, uh, let's, let's read that back. My child's father is not my husband. We never married. We have not been together since she was born. I would have left them earlier had I not become pregnant. 
I regret being involved with him because he is why I was introduced and became addicted to drugs. Whoa, left turn. (laughs) Where did this come from? I do not regret my daughter. Please stop calling me a homophobe. I support my daughter. I'm just apparently ignorant to some things about being gay. The third edit reads, I am no longer talking about or answering questions about my addiction. Most of you are making baseless assumptions and disgusting accusations, and I won't entertain them. I tried my best to be a good mother and get clean. That's it. I may not have been the best person to have custody of her as a child, but neither was her actively abusive father who stalked, abused, manipulated, and intimidated me the entire time I've known him. (laughs) What? That just took a whole left turn. And then the last edit, which was on the 24th. I'm recording this on the 28th of March. So this last edit, oh, this is fairly recent. Okay. So this post is like five days ago since I'm recording this on the 28th. I guess it got posted on the 23rd of March. So the last edit reads, I can't keep up with the comments. I've also been banned from commenting because I apparently broke a rule. I'm going to try to talk to my daughter about all of this when I see her this weekend. I want to be a part of her life, even if I think she's moving in the wrong direction. (laughs) It was... Okay, so her daughter is 21. Yes, that is a bit young. I feel like that's like, you know, freshman year of college. But then in in the story... Um it feels like maybe she's in her second year or would be would have been in her second year and all that stuff um and then she got a full-time job so at least she's working at least she has some like steady income and not just you know testing the waters to see what she wants to do in college because there are some people like that out there they will want to like I took a gap year when I was in college rather than like after I um, graduated from high school, but then I know some people from high school that took a gap year after graduating from high school and then figured out what they wanted to do. Uh, personally, me, I feel like everyone should take a gap year, whether it be right after you graduate from high school or maybe after your freshman year, just to figure out what you want, because it makes no sense that they expect us to know what we want to do in our life at the age of 18. I'm sorry. That's not especially how these last few years have been with the pandemic and this, that, and the third, and we're just going downhill from here. I personally, in my opinion, everyone should take a year off, figure out what you want to do. And that same year, maybe find like a part-time job or something like that. So you have some type of steady income and then still figure out what you want to do. And then, you know, whether or not you can go to college, figure out um major in something, or you can go to trade school. I feel like they don't really you know, present trade school to us in, in school, in high school or whatnot. They just, you know, beeline us straight into college. And then you have people out there that don't even know what they want to do, or they're in a major that they really don't fancy. Um, like that happened to me. I had taken a year off, I think, I think my second year in college. I'm not entirely sure. This pandemic really messed up my timeline in my brain but 
that year off, you know, I was working, figuring out what I wanted to do. And then I came back, you know, changed my major and took some classes that I really enjoyed. Um, but unfortunately because of the pandemic, I, you know, had to figure out again because I then moved and all that stuff and I'm no longer in the same state that I was going to school, um, with. So, you know, now just figuring out, taking it a day at a time, I do want to go back. Um, I just have to figure out myself first and my living situation because it's different from where I was before the pandemic versus now. But in this circumstance, I'm glad the daughter decided to like, you know, take a year off and figure out what she wants to do and she might return in a year. College ain't for everyone. You know, they really try to enforce that as we're growing up. But nowadays you can either go to college, you can learn a trade, you can, you can go straight to work, you know? Going straight to work, getting your connections, and then just moving up the ladder. Um, again, another opinion. College, I just feel like it's just a good way for you to get connections that'll help you out in life. But college ain't mandatory. It shouldn't be mandatory because there's other things out there for you to learn that's not going to cost you 3 k or more a semester just to take maybe four or five classes and to call it a day. You know, there's Google out there and all that. But I'm uh, <laughs> derailing from this story. Um, in the comments, OP has offered the following explanation for why they think they might be the asshole. I may be the asshole because I'm trying to keep my daughter from moving away. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's plain and simple. You're the asshole, which was the consensus. And, um, one of the comments reads, you're the asshole. It seems like you don't know much about your daughter's personal life and that's okay because she doesn't need to share. She's not a teen living under your roof. The more you butt in and tell her what she can and can't do as an adult, the less you're going to see her. Have you considered that the, f the reason she wants to leave at leave at all is to get away from the restraints of her hometown and family? Exactly. You know, she's no longer living in the same, it'll be different if she's still like living under her roof. You know, some parents have that notion. It's just like, oh, my house, my rules, yada, yada. But not only is she not living with her relative, that she moves out from the relative's place to have her own apartment. She's almost, according to OP, almost completely financially independent, which means she's making her own money. She's doing this. She's doing that. The only thing that she doesn't have to pay for is her phone bill, um, her car insurance and her, in and her regular health insurance. Um, which again, like I said earlier, it just seems like those are like more so gifts. It's just like, Oh, let me just help, you know, out of the kindness of my heart. You don't have to pay me back or whatnot. It just seems like a nice gesture. Um, so yeah, I completely think OP is an asshole. You need to, I feel like as parents, you need to, once you have kids, you have to let them grow and they might, you know, spread their wings out and go to a place that's like, you know, miles away from you. But you have to trust that you've taught them enough, um, within their lifespan of, you know, birth to 18 or whenever they leave the nest 
that you've taught them enough for them to be able to let them grow, you know, let them spread their wings and figure out themselves as a person and start their life or begin to start their life. And on that note, let's move on to the second story. Oh, also, um, I'm not sure if it shows up on Spotify for those who are listening, listening through Spotify. I do like put up some polls at the bottom. Hopefully it shows. I, I'll, I'll have to double check. I do like post up some polls, um, each episode and just, you know, nice little question I like to ask pertaining to the topic. So, you know, if you haven't already seen that, make a choice, click on the poll and all that, uh, just so I have a nice consensus of, uh, what you think about the question, what you think about the episode. I think there's also a question asking, what do you think about the episode? So, you know, I really appreciate any constructive criticism or any applause, you know, sometimes it's always good to have a compliment, but, um, enough about that. Let's go on to the second story. Am I the asshole for moving back in with my mother? I'm 30 female and I have two sons and one on the way. I'm currently four months pregnant. The issue isn't with my mother thinking I'm a shitbag. Whoa. Wow. (laughs) The issue isn't with my mother thinking I'm a shitbag. It was her idea for me to go back there. She loves having me and the kids here. The issue is my husband making me feel like a piece of shit for me being this old and running back to mommy. Basically, issues started arising tremendously six months ago. My husband fell deep into depression following his brother being in prison and his uncle dying a month later. I was supportive. I was made to be 150% emotionally available 100% of the time. I was made to be the solution finder for every single problem that came about, despite me never being the one who caused the problem originally. He crashed drunk, he doesn't drink, and got a DUI and lost his license. He lost his job as a result. I was the one financially supporting the entire household and working 60 plus hours a week just to come home late at night to find my kids hungry because all their father gave them was cereal and snacks. Come on, dude weaponizing competence right then and there he became financially destructive and blew thousands of our saved money on guitars vehicle parts he never used and clothing for himself and he turned me quick to anger quick to yell and the complaining never ever stopped from sun up to sundown he was complaining it was too hot too cold everyone was out to get him nothing went his way Dinner sucked. Life was too expensive. He hates to stay and wants to move. Our vehicle was junk. Our pets are too dirty. Kids are too loud, etc., etc., etc. And he refused all help. When I found out I was pregnant, he toned it down quite a bit. He didn't want to stress me out, so he truly tried to stop being like this. But that quickly changed and he went right back to complaining 24-7. Even going to lengths of picking up nothing but processed foods and stating that he was tired of dinner being too much work, despite me being the one who cooks all the time. He started holding out, holding on my to my money. Why? Who knows? 
and made him feel more secure. So I had enough and packed the kids up and went running back home to mommy because shit got too rough. Despite me thinking I made the right choice, I have an overwhelming amount of people telling me I'm a fucking child. They need to get, ooh, the words I would have told them. Fucking kidding me? Really? That I'm ignorant, that I'm ditching him when he needs me the most. Guilt tripping me because he was there when I was depressed and didn't leave. He had nowhere to go. Oh, in parentheses, he had nowhere to go. Now I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place because I do love him and the kids want to go back home, but I can't stand to be near him. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. <laughs> if, and that's, you know, that's the good part about having parents. Like it's uh, a nice little 180 from the last story, but it's always good to be able, you know, if um, things go left, at least you know that you tried and all that stuff. You can always go back to your parents if they're still on this earth. But it's just like, how are you telling me that I'm ignorant or rather the people telling me that I'm a fucking child because I decided shit got too rough. He's not doing anything. It would have been different if he's like at least trying or something, but he's complaining 24 seven. I'm basically the one bringing in the money. <laughs> Bro, I'm so, this, this, that, that just got me very vexed. I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm just like, are you kidding me? And then in the comment it said, OP has offered the following explanation for why they might, why they think they might be the asshole. I feel like an asshole because people are right. He stood by me when I was depressed, but it wasn't without complaints. Either way, he never left. So now I'm wondering if I really did the right thing. No, you're looking out for your kids. You know, if you're going to work, working 60 plus hours and then you come home and then you still have to be a mother, that's exhausting, you know? Especially if he's home all day. If both of you guys are working and all that stuff, that's a different story. You know, it's it's a good, you always gotta, I, the whole 50-50 thing is never 50-50. Because if I have to go to work, work 60 plus hours, maybe even more, more or less, who knows? And I have to come home and still be a mother? Nah. Nah. Double it and give it to the next person because that could not be me. It's it's unfair. It's completely unfair to OP because she has to basically hold so many roles in this whole relationship and all that stuff. So, of course, yeah, I'm going to ask my mom for help. If I'm, you know, going on, like, whenever I always get down to, like, my plan Z, I will always go back to my mom and either ask for advice ask for some help, whether it be like emotionally or financially, or just, you know, have her there. But at least I know that I went through all the plans before I like, I'm at my wit's end. And it's super rare. Like the only time I will say off the top of my head, the only time like my mom has helped me since I moved out on my own is, you know, helping out with, uh, some finances, whether it be like, um, purchasing my fridge and, um, some of the furniture that I do have in my apartment, which I really appreciated both her and my older sister. Um, but it's just like, at least I have that support, you know, I'm not going to abuse it of course. Cause you have some people out there in the world that's just like, 
that will take advantage of people's kindness. But I'm not that type of person, which goes to show how well my mother raised me. Um, and my sister, yeah, gotta, gotta add her in the equation too. (laughs) But in this circumstance, she knows that she's at her wit's end and she just needs some help. If she's not going to get help from her husband, you know, she's going to ask her mom. And I'm glad she has a, a decent relationship with her mom for her to go back and be like, Hey mom, I'm at my wit's end. I just need some help taking care of my kids while I go out to work because I'm the only one that's working. And it's not like, it's not like there's nothing wrong with him physically. Yes, it hurts having somebody that you, that you know and care for, um, pass away. And I haven't been in that situation, but having somebody that's also in jail might be another deal breaker. But it's just like, if you're complaining 24 seven and it's just like, you're not doing anything and I'm doing all the workload and all that after a while that gets exhausting both hearing it and like seeing it. So yeah, no, you're, you're not the asshole. Um, top comment reads, absolutely not the asshole. Honestly, this will be a get counseling or I'm filing for divorce scenario for me. Everyone who is calling you a child and saying you've abandoned him, ask them, is it okay for someone to become verbally, emotionally, and financially abusive because they are depressed? The answer to that is a resounding no. You are not obligated to take abuse from somebody simply because you're married to them and they are hurting. This man has been yelling at you, calling names, tearing down your cooking, home, kids, family, and life. This is verbal and emotional abuse. He has started spending your money recklessly and now is trying to withhold money from you. That is financial abuse. Honestly, you have 100% done the right thing for yourself and your family by removing yourself and your kids from that situation. Good for you. You have to protect yourself. No amount of trauma or depression justifies that behavior from him. He is an adult and needs to get it together. He needs therapy if he can't process the things that have triggered him on his own. You are never responsible for someone else's happiness and mental stability. He has to own that and do it for himself. And if he can't without harming his family, then he loses the privilege of his family's presence and until he can. I couldn't have said it better myself. The whole marriage thing till death do us part and all that stuff. Yeah, you're with your partner and you're supposed to be a team. But then when you start treating me like when you start um, to become verbally, emotionally and financially abusive, that's why I'm just like, no, <laughs> either you're going to get therapy, maybe couples therapy, individual therapy, or we're filing for divorce because I can't deal with this right now while I'm four months pregnant and I'm working 60 plus hours could not be me and she had how much kids how many kids she has she has two sons and one on the way so like two and a half bro (laughs) you have the audacity to talk shit about my my cooking and I'm coming home fucking tired and I still have to cook for you when you're home all day and all the kids had was cereal and snacks are you fucking kidding me absolutely not no I'm going back to my mom I'm gonna figure my shit out you figure your shit out and we either go our separate ways or we fix it. End of story. <laughs> um, on that note, 
Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. Um, again, if you haven't followed me on Spotify, or if you are listening on Spotify, <laughs> be sure to follow me and to press that little bell so that you can get a notification the next time you hear my lovely voice. And I will talk to you guys next time. Ciao.